Parents and Guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, welcome, welcome back, Parents and Guardians. Today we have with us Maria Ficus. She is from the great state of Colorado. She originally immigrated to the U.S. as a young lady from Russia. She has three children, and we are blessed to have her insights here today. Here's Maria. Hey, Maria. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. I look forward to you sharing what you have on your heart for our moms out there. And I'm just going to give you the floor and let you take it from there. Denominator as a measure of success for those people. 
right? So over and over, we know the stories of like high school dropouts and people who never even stepped foot in a college, but they're doing phenomenal. They're changing this world and they're really determining the future. So I got really interested in it and, um, and I, I also I run a tutoring organization, and so Solid Foundation has been a big thing for us. But in, in my journey, I was evaluating how does success look like, okay? What I came up with is if your child, if our children would want to go to Ivy League, if they would want to, you know, success academically, this is phenomenal. Like, if that resonates with them, if that's what drives their passion, it's phenomenal. And the same moment, if really if we could start looking more at what brings them passion, our kids, right? The, yes. What brings them joy, what lights them on fire. And if we could really spend our time to then organize the environment in a way that allows our kids to blossom without adding our stigma. And it was a scary thought for me, guys, to let go. Imagine again, all my life I grew up thinking that that's the only way, right? And then suddenly when I was letting go and allowing my kids to explore, and I have 17-year-old, and now I have also two little ones, seven and six years old. So I kind of see this whole big spectrum. Um, and I need to tell you, so the moment I have shifted my priorities of the measurement of success, right, from just academics and those, you know, just um, things that are typically being seen as success and shifting it more focus on, but what lights my child's heart on fire? I start seeing even greater results in what they're able to accomplish. And so I, once again, so the measurement, when I talk about measurement, I really want us to focus and, and maybe challenge it in our own beliefs. What do we think measure, you know, what do we really measure, right? Because unless we challenge it, we never could see our own blind spots. And right now the world is so rapidly changing that the things yes, that is. we thought is important, yep, is important for measurement 10 years ago or when we were growing up, right, might be completely nine and day today for our kids and will be obsolete in the future, <laughs> maybe even five or 10 years so from now true. when our kids are... Yeah, so that's kind of what I want to talk, I want to bring up to the question of measurement. Well, you know what I heard in there, particularly at the beginning, and I, I thought that was really good, uh, you have to watch your mindset. Uh, because if, yep. you're, if you have a poor mindset and you're measuring yourself by that, uh, it, it's a detriment to you. But if you have a positive mindset, and you speak positivity into your life every day uh, that I, I am the best parent. I'm going to be the best parent. I'm going to do what's necessary mm -hmm. to be the best parent. I'm going to be a blessing to my child. I'm going to do my very best that I can do. Mm -hmm. And not so even what somebody over here can do or what somebody over here can do. I am going to put forth the best version of myself. Uh Mm -hmm. that's a that's a good measure but because uh, if you're doing the very best that you can and you're trying to improve yourself that's a good thing and, and Bob shouldn't put themselves down that they're not perfect because newsflash world there's no such thing as a perfect parent there's no perfect dad and there are no perfect moms we're, we're mm -hmm. all imperfect so I, I think that's good and I also like the shift that you made 
if what you measure success by is academics, and but here in the United States, you were talking about Paul Martinelli, uh, you know, one of the executives with the John Maxwell team, and he didn't have a college education. Matter of fact, he was a dropout. But yet, he went on to be highly successful, and it it was his belief system that made the difference between where he is and where a lot of other people are because he believed that he could do it no matter what the world said. He didn't listen to that little inner voice that says, you can't, you'll never measure up, you'll never do this, you'll never do that. No, he held a high personal belief system and that helped him attain the success that he has. So I want to encourage you parents, you, you got to have a measured belief system. I mean, you, you you have to believe in yourself, and you have to keep that measurement high and not low. Great point. Mm-hmm. And I think you have another mm-hmm. point for us. Oh, another one. Uh, it was a phenomenal word, which is integrity. Such a beautiful thing. And so, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, no, it was the, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was the model as far as role model. And mm-hmm. so the moment I heard this word model, role model, that's where, uh, you know, immediately the image of integrity comes to mind to me, okay? Because we Love cannot it. be a role model and have the words separate from our actions, especially Ooh. when we're trying to be a role model to our kids. Our kids, they, they're so intuitive. They see through our action like no one else. We could be drilling and drilling in them. Be kind, you know, be calm. Don't stress, you know, do this, don't do this. And then if we don't follow through uh, and if we don't have the same level of accountability to ourselves, they're going to learn from our actions, not from our words, no matter how many times we're repeating it. So I think that's really the biggest lesson for me as a parent is once again, like, integrity so every single time and it guys there is no small or big area for that sometimes you could say well really i'm so integrous in big things but then it doesn't matter right universe does not know what is like literally it's consistency like example i could tell you we have a rule for example and i know it might seem silly but that's how basic it is and that's how like every single little detail matters when we're trying to be a role model uh, we have a rule at home that we don't eat in the living room, right? Like we eat only in the kitchen. It doesn't matter. You wanna, you're working. You know, is it just small snack? Is it a cup of tea? Is it whatever? We just don't do it across the board, right? And actually, a couple times, my kids caught me where I was holding cup Uh-oh. of tea, and they would say, "Mom." Aha, uh-huh. they would say, hang on, you said this is the rule. And you know what? When it happened, I thanked them. I said, you know, you're absolutely right. We have the same rule. This rule is for everyone. And thank you. Thank you for keeping me, you know, accountable to this. Uh, and it just once mm. again, it just gave me, I was giggling at it inside. But it's, it's those moments is what they remember. What we say and what we do is the so same true. thing. So true. At the smallest detail. Mm-hmm. Well, you got you got a hold of you. You got to have that integrity as a role model, and I'm I'm loving what I'm hearing here because uh, you're not the type of parent that you do as I say, not as I do. And you've really stressed that point 
that you know if we're telling our children one thing and we're modeling one thing, but we're telling them that they need to do something else. You're right. They see they see through us. Why should I do that? You're not doing that. You're you you don't have the integrity to maintain that standard. Why should I? But if mm-hmm. you're holding it and you're doing it, they will see you do it and they will follow behind you and do it also. That that's really really powerful. But you also added that hey. <laughs> You just got told all of us, I'm not perfect. And then sometimes I do things and my kids catch me. But here's where that integrity that you're talking about comes into play. You know what? You didn't try to write it off. You didn't try to explain it away. You told your kids that they were right. Mom was wrong. And I'm going to correct myself on it right now. And that very simple act. You've ingrained Mm -hmm. that integrity into your children. Awesome, Mm -hmm. Rhea. That Mm -hmm. that is just awesome. Nope, you nailed it. You nailed it. And the other thing, kind of just you know, piggyback on that is that when when we do fall short, and we all do, no matter Mm -hmm. how young our kids are, what I'm learning also to respect like respect them and have them part of the conversation and when I'm failing I love first of all we we always make failures part of our conversation right like John Maxwell teaches us every evening what did you fail at today because failures is important thing right what did you try Uh, and we don't know and then have them part of the conversation where I I talk them through my struggle right as they also talk through their struggles because then it allows them to think that um can connect with the idea that uh, it, it does take failures to success. We all grow. It's how we deal with those failures, how we learn from it. That's what's important. Rather than having a picture of, you know, parents are always perfect, and the moment I grow up, is that when I'm going to be perfect? And suddenly, <laughs> you know, there is a disconnect, and they're afraid to make mistakes and so forth. So, I, I love your yeah. intentionality of where you're setting down to them. And here... You know, I, I may be reading you this wrong, but I don't think I'm far off. You, you, you have a very measured approach that, that you know, of consistency and setting down and how you role model with them. I, I love the fact that you're, uh, hey, what did, what did you fail at today? And that it's okay to fail because out of that comes, okay, what did you learn from it and what can you do better next time so that you don't fail again you're teaching them that failure is not forever you're you're giving them the tools to think things through all right and and try to resolve things themselves and come up with the answer because you know as chris simpson says uh chris simpson is a, a awesome awesome coach the answers come from ourselves. The answers are within us. We as coaches need to draw it out of our clients. And so what you're doing with your children is you're drawing out that information and getting them to look at it and getting them to come up with their own solutions. Wow. <laughs> that That's powerful. Mm, well, thank you so much. Thank you. I hope that helped. Moms, I, I, I truly 
hope that you heard that. And I want to encourage you to take that practice. Even if they're five, six, seven, eight years old, they may not be comfortable with it at first, but over a period of time, I can see the kids getting used to having that kind of conversation. And if you're having those conversations early, when they get older, they're able to better process things themselves. Uh, what a wonderful piece of gold information that is. And Maria, I, I appreciate you spending time with us today. I appreciate these words of wisdom. Uh, you did a great job. I think uh, my moms out there will get a lot out of what you said. And until the next time we speak, parents, go forth and fearlessly parent.